I'm Tyler Lucy, and you're watching 110 Football. Now that's how you respond to a frustrating home loss. They're controlling the game and taking all three points against the defending champs. And in their house to boot. Uh, we're here to break down how Freya got it right, Kristen found the back of the net, and Tyler Lucy crushed it at left back. Who is she marking again? I don't know, couldn't have been anyone important, right? All that plus Megan's exclusive interview with head coach Freya Coombe. Next on Angels Wear Boots. Hello and welcome to another episode of Angels Wear Boots. It's Monday and we're on the air ready to talk about an amazing win in our nation's capital just a couple days ago. With me today to do so, we have Nina Kiefer. How are we? I'm doing well. Super excited to be here and get to talk about what an amazing win we had. Great. And we have Amanda Philibin, which, you know, I'm going to not let you guys had to write down how to say her name. So. <laughs> Right. You got it when it mattered. Yes. I'm so happy to be here. First time in the studio doing this show. So missing a little bit of the wind that we got from the last episode up on nope. the rooftop. But uh, that's okay. Nope. This is going to be a great show. I can't wait. My oh, sunburn is still recovering. <laughs> we're glad to have you. And I'm happy to not be in the sun. And we have the lovely Lauren Susselman. How are we, Lauren? I'm great. We won. We won. Okay. Wasn't uh, expecting that. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, you're going to know what we have to say, but we want to know what you have to say. So drop us some comments, ask us some questions in the chat, and we will be looking at those later and hopefully addressing them. And make sure you like, you subscribe, and you ring that bell. <laughs> you know, Lauren, um, and sorry, I'm going to just, uh-oh. I picked up this thing. Oh. <laughs> I just need to stop right here real quick before we get too far into this episode. This is your player card, yeah, I she's believe. She's got some so. luscious locks there. Yeah, those are some great locks oh, right there. Blonde. So, Lauren, actually, if you don't mind just signing this for us all right here. Why is it so small? I have a pen. <laughs> I have a pen. Here you go. There you we go. Really special. Just had to take advantage of this moment and make sure oh my gosh. I get this signature <clears throat> on here. Wait, so there we go. Where do the rest of us get one? <laughs> Um, is this the next? You know, in my ear, Jason's telling me that they're going to be delivered tomorrow. Okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> Along right with the Sess Money shirts. <laughs> the Sess Money oh. shirts. Okay, you guys, this is going to be cards. worth millions of dollars someday, so hold on to this. Right. right here. Mm -hmm. Here we go. You see that? There we go. We got inside. it right there. We don't want to forge her signature. There are <laughs> female trading cards out it's there. It's perfect. <laughs> it's going in the collection. That is great. What a great It's going up next to Tyler Lucy. All right, so let's get started. Angel City are back on the right track with a comprehensive 1-0 win on the road. Their first regular regular season trip away from home. Let's dive into the storylines everyone's talking about in hashtag trending. So what can we say except Freya Coombe nailed this one, right, Nina? Oh, my goodness. I think if we could have given the player of the match award to anyone other than Tyler Lucy, it should have been Freya because those tactics going into the game, putting Tyler in the back on the back line, you know, you just got to give it to her hands down. Amazing. Yeah, they definitely, definitely came out with a game plan in this game. I mean, again, we're going to talk about this a little bit lower, but Tyler Lucy, 
back there covering Trinity Rodman. I, mm -hmm. I think whenever I saw the lineup, because we know the lineup came out, and it was, it was a little different. Confusing. It was a little confusing to some of us. alphabetical order there, trying to throw me off my game. <laughs> I know everyone online was posting, like, different things. I think even JR said to me, he's like, Jill's playing forward? I'm like, no, it's alphabetical. Yeah, <laughs> it was all kinds of confusing, and I think we would have thought, it's like seeing Tyler Lucy back there, like maybe that was just part of how the lineup was together. But all of a sudden, it kind of clicked, and you thought for a second, I think I looked at you, and I said, you know what, I think that they're going to take someone who can match that speed and intensity mm -hmm. of Rodman mm -hmm. and put Lucy back there because she definitely has that tenacity. And, whew, boy, that turned out to be <laughs> quite a lucrative move. What, what did you think about that? I mean, the Spirit are known to have that quality, fast-paced um, top three. And Lucy shut Rodman down. And you could see Rodman was talking smack the whole game, which I love. And, and Lucy just didn't say anything. She just would smack her. And that's the type of thing you need to do against a player like Rodman is you have to get there right when she gets the ball and get in her head. And that's exactly what Lucy did the whole game. I was, and she was player of the match. I, kudos to you, Lucy. You were amazing. Um, that was a fun game to watch. You come out with a 1-0 win. Awesome. Yeah, and you know, we got to give it to Freya. She put this team together. She knew she wasn't going to have Allie Riley, and she was able to make it work with what she had. And I love that. You know, I every day I seem to feel more impressed by Freya's coaching style. She's yes. really taken these girls and she's developing a system that really truly works for us against some big name teams. Yeah, do mm -hmm. you think that uh, the whole earring debacle at the end was a tactic maybe as well? Like, let's throw them off. Let's uh, no, disrupt I, everything. No, I think that was just awful. I don't think Freya's happy about that. <laughs> for Definitely everyone not. else watching, we want to share the, the earring debacle for those that weren't privy to it. Yeah, so at the end, they were trying to sub in Paige Nielsen, mm -hmm. and Paige had these earrings in, and we all know it's in the rules. You can't go in with any jewelry, and I guess Paige had been allowed to play with these before, and unfortunately, the Which I'm surprised there. about, because they're usually pretty on top of that. Yeah. But I mean, she's been, you know, she's been out for a little bit, and I could just tell <laughs> she was so excited to play that maybe she just forgot to take him off, and, but we did get a little taste of her, and um, we'll be uh, seeing her a lot more. Maybe yes. she wanted to match her uh, ring that she got at the beginning. Oh, yes, of the I show. saw that. That was probably it. Maybe nice she wanted little to look hardware. good on camera for a little bit because she did get awarded <laughs> the, spring, uh, the ring her from the spirit. championship ring. But exactly, 17 so. minutes, I think it took, by the time she tried to sub in and was yeah. told to go take her earrings out. And I don't have pierced ears. Like, I'm terrified. Yeah, you that's don't? my phobia. I don't have pierced ears. I don't have tattoos. I don't like needles. No, no, okay. no, no. Um, oh. <laughs> but... How does it take that long to take an earring out? Isn't it just bada bing, bada boom? Mm. I don't know, but definitely not a Freya Coom tactic to time waste, <laughs> do you think? No, because Tyler Lucy is like, what's happening? Exactly. But we got to see some other players come in. Breslin came in. Yep. Yes. Yes. So that was kind of cool. So sorry, Paige, <laughs> but next game. But we did get to see you for a few minutes, and she was great. All yeah. right. So moving on to what everyone is in the chat talking about. Kristen turned her defender inside out and scored the game winner in the 42nd minute. Amanda, how is she finally able to open her account? You know, I think everyone is so relieved at this point seeing Kristen Press score her first yes. regular season in WSL goal. I think that's something we have been waiting for, we've been clamoring for, and we've been waiting to see. And we got to see it, and we got to see it in great Kristen Press form and to be honest I'm so happy it happened the way that it did and it wasn't off of like a PK or something and and you know not to you know overshadow that any because those are obviously great as well but we got to see her do what she does best and speaking about Freya Coombs tactics that what she did mm -hmm. coming out of the water break that they took in the I think the 38th minute mm -hmm. they were able to switch Endo 
and press. So press ended up on the left side, which clearly worked to her advantage. She was able to pass by two of the defenders and she just put it up into the right side of the goal, clinical in nature. If you talk about how she scores goals, I think that one was basically one for the textbook and opened her scoring account for Angel City. Ugh, I think it took a lot of the pressure off that she may have been feeling because mm -hmm. there's been so much pressure yeah. on her from the beginning because she's our girl. Yeah, and you know, you want her to get those goals. You have a player like Kristen Press, you're looking for her to be the goal scorer for the team. And we needed her to start dialing it up for us yep. and we needed her to find the back of the net and I'm glad she did. She did Kristen Press things. Very clinical, very textbook. She takes that space, puts it away. You have other players up there with her that are able to draw attention away from her. They're able to pull the play a little. You've got Simone Charlie up mm -hmm. top and it all just clicked together perfectly and I love to see it. Yeah, and we, we've talked about it numerous times about do we think she's better as the nine? Do we think she's better on the wing? And mm -hmm. this is a testament. She is so good on the wing to me. I love watching Kristen. Not that she doesn't do great at the nine. She is. But you have someone like Simone Charlie coming in, playing a lot more minutes this game and doing a great job up top, holding the ball, you know, making great runs, creating that space for Kristen to do what mm -hmm. Kristen Press does, score goals. Absolutely. So here's what Kristen told Jeff, Jeff Kasouf in 2020. I think that if I look through the years at the space I train in, it's in that exact D. And I think the way that you most often score there is using your defenders as a shield and a little bit into negative space and then bending the ball. I think that's absolutely my best way of scoring. And I think that's because of my strengths. I can get into the pocket with speed often. I don't actually like dribbling around defenders very much. I don't practice dribbling, so I've got one way to get by them but I often work on manipulating my defenders so they can't block my shot rather than working on manipulating them so I can get by them. And I think that's why then I developed a shot that I can take basically with the ball under my feet and generate a lot of power because it's unexpected for the goalkeeper and it's out of reach for the defender. What do you all think about that? Wow. Especially as a so a defender. footballer that doesn't practice she dribbling. She doesn't practice dribbling. <laughs> she doesn't. Okay. I don't either. <laughs> Does that make me a footballer if I don't practice dribbling? I think it does, actually. You are now Kristen Press. I am not Kristen Press. I will never be Kristen Press. Uh, but, you know, a lot of what she said in that is exactly what she did mm -hmm. for that goal. And I think that was that was just brilliant and a testament to, you know, how her training works for her. And she found a, a space, I mean, off a beautiful ball from Gio. Mm -hmm. We cannot let that go unnoticed, of course, because it, it was a great ball. And she took it. And honestly, she made it look so easy. Yeah. That's what Kristen That's... Press does. She takes these difficult situations and she's textbook. She makes it look simple. She's elegant. She's graceful. She's yeah. beauty and she's gracious. This stage? I don't know. <laughs> but see, we're going off of that too. And this is, I've, you know, had the opportunity to play against Kristen and study her for many years. And first of all, number one rule as a defender, don't study the hips, right? Because you see how Kristen is with her hips. And so mm -hmm. you always are looking at the ball. And you could see after she did that, she did her little hip swivel that she always does. She looks like she's going to go left. She doesn't cut left. She always does that little curling ball with her right foot. That's what makes her so good. But yeah, footballer doesn't practice dribbling, but she doesn't need to because what she brings to the table is that quick, like, one touch out of the air, one touch ball with her speedy pace, and then she just loops that ball in the goal, and that's just what she's good at. Um, yeah, I mean, we see her in the quote. She says that she's able to take with very little space, mm -hmm. with no momentum, and able to get a powerful shot off, and that's exactly what this is. She finds the back of the net without a huge windup, without having to get mm -hmm. that ball far off her foot, and you know it throws Sonnet for a loop. 
So what you're saying then is hips do lie? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but I mean, someone in the chat did say something that you were talking about earlier too, Lauren. I, I don't know where it went about that look on Sonnet's face yeah. afterwards. And Ooh. I loved it. I loved it. It's that whole like teammate thing. You got, I got you this time. <laughs> Sonnet is a great defender and she's, you know, always out there. You, you, if you've watched Sonnet play, when she tackles one of her teammates, there's always a huge smile on her face. So when Kristen got that, she just stood there stunned and she was like, Oh, you got me this time, and I love it. I love it. Do you think there's any joy that Sonnet feels for Kristen, knowing that they're like teammates no, still? Not, no, not in that match. No, I was no, like, not maybe after the match, there's like a no. little. Uh... No, she's probably really pissed off. <laughs> she got got. All right, moving on. We definitely saw Angel City finally get some of their injured players back on for significant minutes. The lack of depth that made us cringe might finally be alleviating, but is there anything still missing? Allie Riley is missing. <laughs> you know, I think, Captain. <laughs> I think we had time this time to um, kind of come up with a game plan around not having Allie. We know she's out for COVID protocols, but I definitely felt like an Allie Riley sized hole in my heart watching that game. Of course. That <laughs> leadership. <laughs> the thing she brings to the table, she's confident on the back line. She meshes well with everyone. But I'm just glad we were able to find a way to put the pieces together mm -hmm. in a new way to make something happen. Yeah, and you talk about that, and we talk about depth, and if we have it, if we're lacking it. And I think we have a false sense of depth in the sense that we have a lot of players that go out there and are able to play different positions. Take mm -hmm. Tyler Lucy mm -hmm. and Jasmine Spencer. They've done things that they might not necessarily have thought that they were gonna do, but we're moving around in positions, and so now it kind of gives us the idea that we have maybe more players that are able to step up in different positions, and that's not a bad thing. Mm -hmm. But I do think that there are some pieces still missing. Mm -hmm. I think we talked about a strong number nine. Mm -hmm. I think that's something that you've always touched on as well, and I think that is something that we are still missing, but we're definitely putting some good pieces together, and I think we're gonna talk about her in a minute, but Le Bihan, she, Definitely a piece that's coming up that yeah. I think is going to add a lot more to what we have offensively, definitely. Just to go off of what you were just saying, this team has so much heart and passion, and you see that they, they have a never-give-up mentality, and that's what why they're thriving right now. And so, you know, having players like a Lucy and a Spencer, you know, going into the spaces that maybe they really haven't, it just shows the soccer IQ of those types of players because it's not easy being thrown into those outside back roles, which we've talked about. But my biggest thing is I'm a little concerned about what happens when they do the FIFA dates. You know, we have Charlie come in playing great at the number nine spot, but where's our depth on the bench as well in that space? Like number nine for me is like our, maybe our biggest missing piece at this. I'm not saying taking anything away from Charlie or anything. She's doing a great job, but she has been plagued by some injuries over the years and it happens as part of the game. But who else can come off the bench and step into that role? Yeah, you need options. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Well, so you bring her up. We finally saw the debut of French international Clarisse Lebehan. She subbed on at the start of the second half. How do we assess Clarisse's performance? <laughs> I mean, she meshed so well right from the jump. You know, she ju just gets in there. And it's like she'd been training with the team for months. Mm -hmm. You know, she didn't have any missteps. There were no missed connections. And that's what I want to see when I see a player coming in. I want to see it be seamless and easy. And that's what I felt. I felt like she's been with us. She was born for Angel City. She was born to play for this team. Mm -hmm. And I loved it. Well, yeah. And, and when somebody can do that, they can come onto a team with not much practice, but fit in right away. I think that that is a testament to something that you have talked about before, Lauren, which is high football IQ. And something that you say French footballers have a tendency to have a higher one of. Can you expand on that a little yeah, bit? Yeah. So. I've, I've talked about this a little bit before, but I think 
the French way of football is one of the best ways of football. Like when I played against the French team, I was in awe of them. And I shouldn't be like that when I played against another team. <laughs> I was in awe of just their movement on and off the ball, their soccer IQ always in the right place. They just read the game so well. They're very calm and composed. They're so tactical. They're so technical. They have all the pieces and that's instilled in them at a young age. And when Clarice came on, she just looked like she had been there, alluding to what you just said. She just looked like she'd been there. She was playing calm, collected, great passes, was in the right position, in the right channels. I think she did a phenomenal job. So I'm excited to see more of her. Absolutely. I want to see her get a full 90. Let's do it. <laughs> is that why Olivier Giroud is one of my favorite players? It might be. <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right. Okay, so um, I don't remember who it was in the chat. Maybe it was Jerry. Someone said they're so excited to hear what Freya has to say. Well, Woo. head coach Freya Coom is all business on the sidelines, but when I sat down with her preseason, she let me in on what makes her who she is. That and an incredibly strange phobia. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm starting my first question with, I don't know if you know where this is going. I saw in an interview that you are tophobic, which for those that don't know, it's a fear of cheese. Yep. What don't you like about cheese? Everything. I hate the way it sits on the plate and like looks at me. I hate the smell, the texture, how it like sits and just stinks <laughs> and it's just gross, and the worst bit is like that melty cheese that comes off stuff. It's disgusting. Like, I don't want to be anywhere near it. I tried to like it. I wanted to go uh, to sleepovers when I was a teenager and go and eat pizza and do that whole American thing when I was in England. I thought it was so cool, but I couldn't do it. I, like, I would literally go home hungry. Like, this is this is no good. I can't do it. It's I was going to ask you if you eat pizza, so you don't. So I have it without cheese, which is a massive debate amongst myself and my friends as to whether it actually is pizza if you have it with no cheese. So you're a big Chelsea fan. What if I told you Chelsea will win the Premier League title, FA Cup, Champions League, whichever, only if you had to eat a block of cheese? Would you do it? No. Like, no. Like, I love y'all, but no. Yeah. Angel okay. City winning the title? I would. Really? I'd eat a tiny piece of cheese if it meant that we won the title. So can we put that on record that if they win the title, you'll, you'll eat a tiny piece of yeah, cheese? Yeah, if we win the title this year, I'll eat a piece of cheese. Okay. There you go. I'm gonna tell, it here first. I'm going to tell, tell your players that. <laughs> <laughs> you said in the past that the blank canvas of Angel City is one of the things that really drew you here. Um, you know, to help create an identity and a culture really bears a lot of responsibility. So how do you embrace that? Yeah, I think it's, it's a massive honor and uh, a huge opportunity to be selected to be the first coach of Angel City. Um, I feel very fortunate every single day to work with the players. Um, but to be honest, we spent a lot of time recruiting great people. We have so many experienced players, leaders that have been in the league for a number of years and we were very careful to select those players that had that experience, coupled with really good young players that are hungry and wanting to achieve and emulate what their peers are doing and that the players and teammates around them. So we found that we've got a really good mix. You've mentioned that because of really the ownership group and all the community members, everybody that's involved in Angel City, the team seems to have a target on their back. Do you watch professional wrestling? 
because there are usually two characters, like the face, the good guy, and the heel, the bad guy. So are, are you okay with Angel City possibly being the bad guy? I, I haven't watched professional wrestling, I think, since the days of Hulk Hogan. Okay. Um, <laughs> maybe, you know, when I was about 14 or something. <laughs> In terms of us being the bad guys, whatever it takes, whatever label people want to put on us, you know, we'll take it. But I know, you know, I seek comfort and take comfort in the fact that we're doing such great work as a club. Just pretend that you watch professional wrestling or that you guys are professional wrestlers. What would your entrance song be? Oh, it's a good one. I think Red Hot Chili Peppers is a good one that we keep going back to. So speaking of music, who are three artists you can't live without? I do like a bit of like 90s R&B and hip hop. So uh, Warren G Regulate is quite a guilty pleasure that I sing often when stuck in traffic in LA. Okay. Um, so that's going back a little bit. Uh, the Ministry of Sound albums that are like the 70s and 80s kind of hip hop. That's, yeah, a bit old school. Um, old school's good and Rolling Stones, throwing that curveball in there. What do you feel is the most important trait in a player, regardless of their position? Just how determined they are. You know, I think you've got to be really determined to make it as a professional um, in this league. I think the competition and the standards are good, and it takes a lot to be able to make it to the top. And then I think that in these games, like it's the, the players that are the most determined, and having that mentality is, is massive. So. You know, players that don't give up, that are there to just push through everything, the good, the bad, the ugly, and stop at nothing in order to achieve success. Well, we're looking forward to it because if Angel City wins the title, Freya's eating cheese, we have to get that on camera and I have to be there for that. <laughs> <laughs> Done. Thank you for joining. Thank you very much. So Freya is, he, she's so much fun to talk to. And I've been so excited for this to come out so we could talk about this. I mean, her cheese phobia isn't a secret. We found that out on YouTube. But her, you don't see the whole interview. We talked about cheese for like five minutes. <laughs> I oh mean, God. so I've, much to <laughs> unpack on that interview. I is mean, that but, a real phobia? Like, have yes. I never heard that in my entire life? I Googled it. But I also did grow up in the dairy states. Yeah. So. She's from yeah. Wisconsin, so she, not, she doesn't know what that is. Just oh baffled. Cheese. I, Cheese. I, I love like cheese. That's right. It in L.A. though, because nobody eats dairy out here. So. Right. Dairy and bagels are like taboo. Out here. <laughs> You're not allowed. You're not allowed. Oh no. my god. After that, I had to. All the other players I talked to, the rest of media day, I was like, "Did you know your coach doesn't like cheese?" Oh my Did god. Did they know? No. <gasps> so I bet you they try to get her like on trips oh. and stuff. I bet they're gonna try to prank her in some way with cheese. So I feel like we should uh, splice the clip of her saying that she'll eat a piece, a piece, if Angel City wins the championship <laughs> and use Definitely. it as, um, I don't know. Yeah. Motivation. <laughs> yeah. Annie, if you're watching, we need that clip. We, I, we need it to go viral. Yeah, and we need it on like a repeat. Like it just needs to <laughs> eat the cheese. Oh, eat eat the cheese. We win. Ooh. No, like that. Okay. Okay. No, I like no, it. No, no. I'll do it. No. <laughs> I'm with you. We've gone off the rails. Okay. The, tree, the cheese shredder, Victor. I love that. <laughs> that shirt was drippy. Okay. Now we're just making fun of me. We got to move on. <laughs> <laughs> Time for a segment where a pan our panel picks out something that caught their eye over the weekend. Maybe it flew under the radar. Maybe they all want you to know that they saw it. It's time for ICU. Let's start with you, Amanda. All right, so I see you, Angel City. I see you standing up for women's reproductive rights. And what I mean is our girls, Coach, Julie Ehrman, everybody, they stepped off the bus in Washington, D.C., in our nation's capital, wearing t-shirts that said 1973. 
And that shirt right there is paying homage to obviously the monumental Roe versus Wade decision that happened almost 50 years ago. And unless you've been living under a rock, you know that once again, reproductive rights are at stake again. And so these shirts, these are saying, hey, like, I can't believe <laughs> that we're having this conversation here in 2022. But I love that Angel City is standing up and they are, I think what I said, they are bold enough to wear what you care about. And I love that. And if you too want to get one of these shirts, you can actually find them at Shop Social Goods on Instagram. They are made by Prink Shop. So support some local business as well. And also stand up for some reproductive rights of women. And I love that Angel City is using their platform to do Absolutely. just that. So I see you, Angel City. There's Keep it up. Those shirts yes. like give me chills just seeing yeah, it. Yeah, it does. I it, love it. I just love that like, players and athletes are speaking up more about things because before we weren't really allowed to. Yeah. So Absolutely. I just love that they just don't care. They're just doing it and it's amazing. So for me, I see you, Tyler Lucy, because I always have to give defense love. <laughs> and so for someone who was player of the match, first time sliding into an outside back row and left side nonetheless, you know how hard <laughs> it is to play on the left side if you're not left footed? It's, it's very difficult. <laughs> But I see you, Tyler Lucy, stepping into an unknown territory and shutting down Rodman. You were phenomenal. And I'd love to see you there again, even though we love Allie Riley and everyone else. But we know that you can play all over the pitch. So yeah, it's one of the hardest positions to play. So I give her so much credit. Absolutely. And I think she said she had three and a half days notice yeah. to prepare for an entirely new position and do it in front of all of her friends and family because she's from D.C. Mm -hmm. So, hey, by the way, the one game where all of your friends and family are going to come out, you're not going to play that forward position gonna, you've been yeah. training for your whole life. Yeah. Um, you're going to defend Trinity Rodman, too. Yes. <laughs> well, it worked out to her advantage, and I am a fan, and I am on board with uh, No Sleeves FC. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> well, then, I see you, Daniel Ball. I see you on the sideline. I see you coaching. Oh my goodness, what an animated coach. This is more than a goalkeeper coach right here. Daniel Ball comes to us from Gotham where he actually was coaching Heritage mm -hmm. and where he was coach under head coach Freya Coom. And so he came over to us and I see you. You are not just a goalkeeping coach. He is getting out there, like talking with the forwards. He's telling the midfielders what to do. He is all about it and I love it. I love the animation and the energy he brings on that sideline. I see you, Daniel Ball. Yeah, that's, is, is he related scary. to Blake Griffin? <laughs> he might be, he might be. Like. <laughs> young Blake Griffin right there. A young Blake Griffin. I just love yeah. the, that you just gave like a goalkeeper coach love because nobody gives the goalkeepers love. Nobody really gives goalkeepers love. And yeah, exactly. Like, so yeah, we got to give it we out to you. They, you. Goalkeepers always lose games. They never get credit for winning the game. But I think in this match, we could have given it up a little bit for Didi. I think getting that shutout. Yeah, yeah. cut that up. Love that. See you, Didi. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna now take it to the chat. We've got some questions that have been coming in here and we wanna make sure we're answering you. What's important to you? What do you wanna talk about? You know, we can scroll through here and we will see and answer as much as we can. I know earlier in the conversation, there was a chat question about the upcoming game on May 21st against Kansas. Yeah. And I forget who it was. Somebody asked, what do we need to do? What does Angel City need to do to win against Kansas. And I mean, I've got an answer for this one ready to go. As soon as I saw it, I'm like, nothing. Angel City <laughs> needs to just keep being Angel City. What do you guys think? 
said nothing. I mean, I, I think you're right. <laughs> she said nothing. <laughs> I think you're right. I think we know what has been working and what hasn't been. We've had several games now where we're able to kind of put ourselves out there and switch some players around, and I think they know. Um, I, I haven't gone and researched Kansas City too much to know um, exactly what their strengths and weaknesses are, but I know that if we play our level of football that we know how to play, then it really doesn't matter what Kansas mm -hmm. City is going to bring to the table because we know how to defend um, and we know how to score. We've shown both of those parts. And I think, yeah, I think they're going to have a lot of confidence coming off this win. I mean, we have won two huge games so far this season. We've won, what, NC Courage, who yeah. was mm -hmm. the Challenge Cup winner. And then we've also beaten Spirit, who was last year's overall winner. So they need to be going into this with just a lot of confidence, riding that high, and knowing what their strengths are more so than they need to know anything else. And I think they'll have no problem. I think as someone who played for Kansas City, um, they've been struggling the last two seasons. This, they really haven't had the best start to this season. So I think they're going to come in really hungry. So staying focused, Angel City staying focused, just doing what they've been doing and, you know, just stay fo focused on the, on the tactics um, and just keep continuing to play with the aggression and the heart that they're playing with and just having fun. They just look like they're having fun playing together out there. So, but... Kansas City will come out hungry because they haven't been doing that well at the start of the season. So it's going to be a good game. Absolutely. You know, we've got another good question coming in here from Soccer USA. If the league keeps expanding, which city would be a perfect rival? OC, LA2, NorCal, Santa Ana? What do you guys think? We talked about this last week. My answer is always going to be Northern California, but I'm biased. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say something up in Sacramento would uh, would be a lot of fun, especially with, I mean, they have the USL team up there, mm -hmm. um, Sacramento FC. And I think that's always fun when you have other um, other teams in the city with them because I, I think, you know, when you have a guys and a girls team, I don't know, it yeah. just becomes a big family affair and they kind of embrace the sport all together. So it would be fun to see them in a city where there's something existing as well and just kind of, you know, learn from that and, and know that there's already a soccer culture that's there yeah, yeah and I mean, the area would be great yeah they were going to do that and then it kind of fell through right so hopefully it comes back um so we have another question from jerry uh <laughs> coach freya made the switch on lucy last game putting her in the back is there any other player you see her possibly switching around i mean lauren i think you talked about this before i could see ricaro switching back to a little defensive role there yeah, I, I mean, especially if Clarice, you know, is doing is playing the way that she continues to play, could be a possibility for sure. Yeah, in this last game, you even saw Carrie switching off a lot with Tyler because as Tyler would keep pushing up into, mm -hmm. you know, that natural tendency to push forward yep. as a forward, you saw Carrie covering back a lot. So I think that having her defense skills could be really valuable. But I am intrigued because now they have Paige back. Mm -hmm. Paige, Paige is better in the center. That's where she thrives. Um, and then you're going to have Allie and, and Megan Reed's been playing really good too. So I think it's going to be interesting to see what happens. And I think that she's formed a nice little partnership with Jill. So it's yeah. going to be interesting. I don't know how Paige has been doing in practice, but um, at least they have a lot more options now. Yeah, I like that we can switch players around because it also keeps other teams on their toes. If you don't know if you're coming in to see Jasmine Spencer as forward or defense, that does change the way that teams can play. So I think it gives us a great tactical advantage. So when you bring up Carrie, and that is one of her strengths, is that she is so versatile. So, so if she does move back, do you, when do you think Clarice will get her start? Next game. Next game. Really? I do. I do. I think she's there. I think her coming onto the pitch this last time, I think it was so seamless. I think she's ready for it, and I think we see what she's got. Next game. What about you two? 
I honestly, really, I honestly really don't know because okay. I think that there's so many players that are doing well and making a case to be in that starting lineup. Mm -hmm. um, and I mean, Lucy did, she did really well, but is she going to go back up top when Allie Riley comes in? I don't really know what's going to happen. So I guess it's just who brings it in practice this week um, and who's going to match up the best against the Kansas City team. So. I mean, yeah, that's what I was going to say. I don't know what they do in practice or how they're coming through. I mean, a lot of times that really determines on who's going to get those starts. So I don't know. I, I think we're going to see. It's going to be fun. Um, I think they're constantly keeping us on our toes right mm -hmm. now with who's mm -hmm. going to be there. And then, of course, you know, when we're going to get Allie Riley back. Yeah. There's a I lot mean, of factors here. but I don't mind not having a consistent starting 11. I don't mind it. I like the fact that we it's can mix things up. To have. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes. 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 But, yeah. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, but we'll see. There's another question in the chat that I would like to address, and not it is football related, so um, I will definitely ask this one. But let's talk about the kits. <laughs> this team has two amazing kits. They've got their dawn and daylight that we've seen. Do you ladies have a favorite kit, or which one would you suggest someone buy if they were going to go out and buy a kit? I know we're going to talk about kits a little bit later. I have the home. Okay. I like the home one, but the away one is beautiful. Right, which unfortunately right both. now we can't even we can't even get it. Yeah. I think yeah. they're still buy both. They're still stuck on a <laughs> buy boat both. Buy whatever's in. I'm stock. the friend you don't want to have because I'll tell you to buy both. Right, I just buy them all. That we always know what to wear. But I do. <laughs> I like the uh, away kit. I, I think it's uh, it's just different, which I really appreciate. It's not boring and it's fun. I love that they came out with something that was again everything that Angel City has done has been very thought provoking and has come with a lot of uh, reasons behind why they did what they did. And that kit was no different. So, but at the end of the day, you can't go wrong. Both kits are fire, and I think if you could just draw one out of a hat, pick it up, that's the one you should buy. Oh, that is a good question. We have a quick question that we want to address here. How about a women's champions league between mm. NWSL team, teams versus Liga Mexico uh, Mexican women's teams? What do you guys think about that? It could be happening. I, I might know some insider information, but I don't know. Oh, oh, oh. then maybe okay. I can't go on. I go don't on. Know. I can't talk about anything. I don't know. You, this has been. Uh, this has been. I don't know, but people. I can't talk about it. But you just told us why. <laughs> a lot of people have been asking for this, but I don't know if it's going to be with Mexican teams or if it's going to be with European teams. I don't know exactly, well, but there is something in the works that. Mm. We will. We will see. But we don't know the, everything that's happening. I mean, so is this question what about more you like? A CONCACAF style or just the, uh, like a, a tournament, yeah. I mean, I see it as more of a tournament in my mind when I think about it yeah. just because of, you know, the cost of travel and things right. like that. And let's not forget, we're not out of COVID yet. Yeah. So I think maybe a tournament style would be great, but I, I want this. I want this now. Please, thank you. <laughs> you you're, you're here for Daniel, I'm a tease. Yeah. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> but I will, money. <laughs> I will say this, though. It's been pretty cool to see the growth in the, the Mexican Women's League. You know, the teams yeah. are getting a lot better. Mm -hmm. You know, they're bringing in a lot of players, more, more players, Mexican-Americans. Now they can start doing that. So for me, it would be really cool to see that. I wish Jen Munoz was here to answer Yeah, we're, Jen, where you at, girl? <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to ask her about that one later. Um, okay, moving on. We're almost done here on Angels Wear Boots, but not before our panel gives you one last topic that's on their minds. It's stoppage time, and we're going to start with you, Lauren. It is my turn. All right. My stoppage time is Barcelona women's professional team perfect season. I Love mean, it. has anybody, it's it's historical. Has anybody ever done that, done that before? Men's and women's 
No, they have not. They had 90 points. That means 30 wins, zero losses, and zero ties. They scored a record 148 goals and only conceded 11 goals. Jeez. Oh, my word. Like, wow. That goal that, diff, man. Uh, oh, controls sorry, wild. my number was wrong. 159. But, I mean, I am so wow. excited. Be icing on the cake to see what they do in this Champions League final versus Olympic Lyon this coming Saturday. I'm excited, but wow, you guys, 90 points. It's incredible. It's such a good final. It's amazing. It's unheard of, and I love every second of it. You know, just break every, everything. Just break it. <laughs> also, I want to say one thing, uh, a stat here. As many as 20 different players found the net for Barcelona this season. How Ooh. many goals do you think they score this weekend? Wow. I don't know. I think it's going to be like a pretty close game, like a 2-1, to 3-2 to two game and not I really blowout. don't know no it's not going to be a blowout <laughs> like Lyon oh, is, is yeah. so freaking good I think it's going to because the way that Barcelona plays I'm a little concerned with them getting hit in transition because mm -hmm. they do play so offensive minded and their their center backs like to really go up and uh, so they're going to really have to kind of like stay back a little bit more play a little bit more defensive minded against uh Lyon but yeah. we'll see what happens yep can't wait. Somebody in the chat said, can we have a Mia ham and cheese night at the bank? <laughs> I am, Sorry, that's good. I am yeah, not okay right now. Are, I, wish I cannot enable this. <laughs> this one will never go away, but yes. I love that. Oh, yes, please. Wow. I think they just oh. found a new thing, a new menu item for game day. Yeah. The Mia ham and cheese. All right. Well, I think it's time for my stoppage time. And mine is basically the fact that, hey, California asked the NWSL for a team and we gave them not one but two teams and right now they are killing it in the standings I know we're only three games in but this is how you do it you come in here these expansion teams have said we're here to fight we're here to give you guys a run for your money and just because we're new doesn't mean that we're going to sit at the bottom of the table and work our way up no we decided to take those top two spots and we're going to defend them throughout this season that is what we're going to do and i love that california came out swinging and not only that i mean you've got san diego who's currently undefeated they've won their first three games and alex morgan she is leading the golden boot right now with five goals so Listen, we're nobody to mess with. We told you we wanted teams. We got teams. And hey, they understood the assignment. <laughs> we're here. Ooh, waves <laughs> always break. I love that Soccer USA in the chat. All right, now I'm going to come to you guys with something else. So I think all athletes deserve to make money when their name, image, and likeness are used. I also think that every supporter should be able to purchase gear to support their team in a size and fit that's comfortable for their body. Unfortunately, recently, I received an email from Angel City saying that my jersey order would be canceled. They were not producing, they being Nike, were not going to be producing women's jerseys in the 2X size or above. Unfortunately, I was given the option of the unisex kit, which I have to then tailor, or a refund, or a smaller size. And to me, this is just not acceptable. This is the second time where my Angel City gear has been canceled on me, or I've not been able to purchase gear to support my team. I've been offered men's shirts, I've been offered unisex shirts, and it's not okay. This is a women's team and we deserve gear that fits our bodies and makes us feel good about ourselves. This is a really hard thing for me to talk about right now 
because I want more than anything to be able to show my support for this team. I want to be able to wear this gear as I walk around LA, as I travel to other cities, and I wanna show my fandom. And I know I'm not the only one. I know I'm not the only person who received this news that they were not going to be allowed to have a jersey that they would feel comfortable and that they would wanna wear. So. I mean, the only solace I can take in this is the fact that I have friends in the front office who I was able to call and they were able to support me, but I'm truly disappointed at this time that I'm in halfway, almost through the first season, not really, but I'm a good chunk of the way into the first season and I'm still wearing gear from when Angel City was announced because for over a year, I have not been able to purchase anything else. My size is sold out or my orders are canceled. And I just can't wait for the day when I am able to actually rep my team. Yeah, I, to that, Nina, I just want to say how proud I am of you for being able to say that. I have been with you mm -hmm. from the beginning of all this. And I know how many times that this has upset you and it has. And, yeah. and it, it's not okay because it's not like they can't make them. And it's not just an Angel City issue. This is no. an issue that yeah. is across all sports. Yeah. Every person, every fan, young, old, mm -hmm. small, large, should be able to support their team. And I just hope that we can make that change, that we can call on companies like Nike and like Adidas and like Fanatics to make gear that people feel comfortable wearing and that shows equality and that allows people to support their team. Because this is also revenue for our players. Mm -hmm. Like when it comes down to it at the end of the day, if I wanna buy a shirt, that money, part of those proceeds, if it's got a player's name on it, goes to them. And if I can't do that, how am I supposed to support my team? Yeah, yeah. exactly. And you know, to that, we should not be spending $100 on a jersey and then ask to alter it or ask right. to make it fit. They're, they're better than that. Mm -hmm. I mean, mm -hmm. Adidas came out with an ad, which I'm not going to go into, but they made a sports bra in 43 different sizes because they recognized that there were at least 43 different types of bodies for their sports bras. So don't tell me that you can't make a jersey and a 2X when you can make a men's, men's 2X jersey. Yeah. that is bigger than that. And then on top of that also, at the first home game, you could only cut customize with Kristen Press on the back. Mm -hmm. We've got more players than just Kristen Press, and I think every player deserves to be represented as well. Every player should be represented. Every supporter should be able to represent those players the way that they want and the way that they're comfortable doing. So thank you, Nina, for bringing up something that is very important but needs to be talked about. And uh, hopefully uh, some change can happen soon. Yeah. yeah. Yep. I really appreciate you sharing that. The chat is behind you. We're all behind you. And especially when we are here as women, a team built on inclusivity and equality, that's mm -hmm. exactly what we want to see. And mm -hmm. it's really disappointing and like truly genuinely. It was a gut punch. I spent a good portion of Thursday crying. It was a definite gut punch because I've been behind this team for so long mm -hmm. and to not be able to do that, it hurts. Yeah. yeah. Well, we've got tons of people in the chat yes. right now that have are there, support. they love you, you <laughs> know you. that, they're behind you, and maybe those voices are also something that need to be heard as well mm -hmm. from all across the board. Absolutely. Thank you so much for sharing that. Yes. Another busy week here at 110 Football. Wednesday, Vince, Jessica, and the defenders of the bank, Philly and JR, will be live before and after LAFC's match against Austin FC. The tailgate show starts at 6.30 p.m. here on the 110 Football YouTube channel. And Saturday, Connor is back to join Vince for another 110 football watch party as the black and gold travel to Columbus to take on the crew. That begins at 12.40 p.m. across our Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube channels. Yeah, and Bring everyone in the chat, thank you so much for your comments. It really means a lot sweet. to me. But let's do this together. You know, it's not just one person speaking up. 
There are lots of body sizes represented in the world and let's all come together and let's yes. put our team on the next level. Let's be that voice and let's move this all forward. You know, we can make a difference and we can be that change. I love that. Yep. Yes, thank I you all it. so much, ladies. Thank you for joining me today, okay. everyone. Have a good day. Yeah. See you next week. So much fun. See you soon. Hopefully next time we're talking about another win. Yes. We should do this again, ladies. We should do this again. <laughs> I'm Didi Hadachich. Follow 110 Football and subscribe to this channel.